Lekutah Sichas Chelech of Gimel, the Sicha on Chag is the first Sicha. The Rambam Paskant, uh, first of all, Shavuos of course is the Yom Tov so on the theme of Torah, the Rambam Paskant, the Rambam rules, that Mitzvah says al kol ishvi ishmi Yisrael, that it's a positive Mitzvah for each and every Yid, Lichtev Sefer Torah La'atzmi, to write for himself a Sefer Torah, for his own ownership. Shademer, as it says in the Pasuk, and now write yourself, for yourself this Shira. Kleimar, what does it mean? What does this Shira mean? You shall write for yourself a Sefer which will also include this Shira, which is the Parshish Azinu. How do we know that it means that it should, you should write a whole Sefer maybe just Parshish Azinu? The reason is because you can't write uh, just a parsha on its own. You have to write it as a full Sefer So therefore, when Hashem says, write for yourself this parsha, it must mean within the context of an entire Sefer And even though, even somebody who inherited a Sefer so he already has a Sefer Mitzvah lichtem shaloi is still a mitzvah to write one of his own, a new one. Vim kosher biyade, and if he writes it with his own hand, harayhu kiilu kibul maharsinai. That's as if he received it from maharsinai. Vim eni yadei lichtev. But if he doesn't know how to write, he's not a sefer. He doesn't know how to write a sefer. Teira acherim kaisim lo. Somebody else can write it on his behalf. V'cholam agiyah sefer teira. Anyone that corrects. A sefer In other words, there is a sefer but it has mistake—not mistakes, but letters are broken or missing a word or whatever it is—and he goes ahead and he fixes the sefer If even if all he did was fix one letter, which now makes the sefer complete, it's as if he wrote the whole thing because there was no sefer was possible. Now he fixed one letter. Now it's become a Sefer so it's as if he wrote the whole Sefer So that's what the Rambam writes. Shtelzer de Shaila. So the question could be asked, Vibalda Shreib Ma Sefer Ish, since, as the Rambam says, the mitzvah to write a Sefer is something which pertains to each and every individual yid. Favos Zet Menish, why is it that we don't see as Menzolzich Mishtadl Zaymakayim the mitzvah from Shreim Mazevetayra Biyodei? That nobody takes the initiative to go ahead and make the effort to write a Sevetayra in his own hand, in his own writing. Everyone should be trying to do that. With, because that is Kiva Mitzvah Shleim Musa. That's the Ramam says that is the most perfect way of fulfilling the mitzvah to write it yourself. As he said, then if you can't write it, then somebody else can write it on your behalf. But the preferred way is to write it yourself. And as the Ramam says, if you do it yourself, it's as if you received the Torah of Marasina. Yet we don't find that anybody trying to do it on his own. And even though this could be answered in this way, as if there is available a professional cipher that has a better handwriting and can do a better job to write the Sefer Torah it's preferred that you should give up this uh, the reward as, of it's as if you received it from Arsinai which you would have received if you had written it yourself you have to give up on that 
nor medav dingen dem seifer of schreiben, but rather you should hire the seifer who has a better handwriting, who could do a better job to write the sevetayr farem on your behalf. So that you end up with a beautiful product. You'll have a beautiful sevetayra. If you had done it yourself, it would be certainly much less uh, less beautiful. Because it would have been written, if you let the sefer do it, then it's a sevetayra that's written by a professional. And then you, you're, you're fulfilling the mitzvah, This is my God and I shall beautify him, which means... What that means is do mitzvahs in the most beautiful way possible. So therefore, we must give up the extra reward that we would have gotten for writing it on our own in favor of allowing a professional to write it and then you have a beautiful mitzvah, a beautiful sefer And even more, one could answer, leiten bir von According to the explanation that is given by the Sefer called Fuashayr, in the Inyafu Mitzvah, in regards to the Klau, that it's a mitzvah that one should do the mitzvah himself rather than appoint an agent to do the mitzvah on your behalf. It's more preferred that you do it on your own. So the Fuashayr writes about that. Ados is the far, mitzvah. The reason for this is because when you appoint an agent to do the mitzvah on your behalf, it makes it seem as if you don't want to take the trouble to do it yourself. And therefore, it's disrespectful to the mitzvah that you, you don't want to do it yourself. You'd rather have somebody else do it on your behalf. So therefore, if, on the other hand, when you appoint a shliach, you're doing it in order to add to the honor of the mitzvah. In that case, you wouldn't say it's better to do it yourself than appoint someone else, because that other person will do it better, and he adds to the honor of the mitzvah by him doing it. So that's what the Torah says, that in that case, we don't say mitzvah boy that is better to do it yourself. So therefore, when you apply that to our situation, but the kavodah mitzvah, he's now lafanah mitzvahs, that the honor, the true honor of the mitzvah to, to fulfill the mitzvah in a way that you're doing it in the most beautiful way it requires a professional sefer to be able to do this, the right to sefer properly then it wouldn't apply it's a mitzvah to do it yourself better than to appoint an agent because appointing an agent is what makes the mitzvah more beautiful and therefore the Torah would certainly say that you should appoint someone and not do it yourself so therefore that could be the reason that could be an answer to why people don't go ahead and write a Sefer on their own so that's true however but it doesn't, um, it doesn't answer the question of why people don't go ahead and write sevetayras varum because because we don't even find that people should look for someone to write in other words appoint a sefer a sefer to write on their behalf we don't even find that somebody should look find a sevetayra that's possible and then go ahead and fix make that the fix which makes it into a kosh sevetayra which all it takes 
is to fix one letter in a sevetera, on the mitmachen kosher the sevetera by which the sevetera would become kosher. Then it would be as if you wrote the whole sevetera. We don't find anybody that does that either. So and we don't find anybody that hires a sevetera. Not anybody, but we don't find that everybody should be going to look for a sevetera to write a sevetera on his behalf. So the question is, why not? Base. But pashtus kemenzogen. To answer this in a simple way, one could say this: as the minigisrol is in uh, in them is alpidas arosh that the <coughs> the minig in regards to this mitzvah, we follow the rosh in this ma- in this matter. He says, as the chiyufun ksivas evetayra of kol echod veechod is given by deirasurushenim. He says that this mitzvah that everybody should write their own sevetayra that was in the early times. The purpose of which was, you write a sevetera and you learn from that sevetera. Because back then, that's where they learned from. They learned from sevetayras. But now that the use for a sevetera now is not for personal use. It's really put in the shul, and over there it's read in public. That's what it is for kriyasatera. Mitzvah esi al kol ishmi yisrael. So then what is, what's the replacement mitzvah? How do you fulfill the mitzvah of writing a Sevetera for yourself? The way we do it today is that every year that can afford it, should write for himself books of Chumashim, or Mishnah and books of Mishnah, or Gemara and the Gemara, or Pirosha, and the other commentaries on the Gemara and the Mishnah and the Torah. So that you will have Svarim to be able to study you, your children, and so on, you need to, you need svarim to study from. In those days, the, the svarim that they used were the the sevetayers. Today, we use chumashim and mishnayos and gemaras and so on. Kimitzus ksivas sevetayer he lilmud because the the purpose of writing a sevetayer is in order to be able to learn from it. Kedachsiv, as it says in the pasuk, v'lamda has been Yisrael sima b'fiyem. The pasuk itself says. Um, teach it to the Jewish people, put it, place it in their mouths, in other words, make them fluent in it. So today, when you have a Gemara, and you learn a Gemara, then you know the meaning of the mitzvahs, you know the laws that apply to the mitzvahs. And that's why today, those are the svarim that, that the Torah instructs you to write. Because that's what we learn from today. That's our learning today is from these svarim rather than from the sevetayra. So that mitzvah today means to write svarim. And it's the mechaber, the, the Beis Yosef paskins that way in Shulchan Aruch as well, like the Rosh. Today the mitzvah is means to write chumashim and Mishnah, Gemara, Pirusheim, and their commentaries. Uladas and according to a number of the poskim is nochmer we say even more as idna is the mitzvah they go so far as to say that today the mitzvah is only to print to write svarim and not a sevetayr in other words they clearly state that it no longer applies to writing a sevetayr because you're not going to be learning from the sevetayr anyway it's in order to allow you to learn, and you learn from Chumashim and Gemaras and Mishnayis and so on.
So that could answer it, right? Because we, so today, we, it's about Svarim, not about Sefer That's not enough of an answer. Because because even when we talk about these kinds of Svarim, which are Chamashim, Mishnayis, is the Loshna Rosh, the Torah the way the Rosh expl- um, states it, and as well as the Torah they use the terminology that the Pasuk writes, which is mitzvah lichtev. They write, as the Pasuk said, lichtev, to write chumashim and mishnayis and gemaras. We don't find at all. We don't find anybody that's going to copy, write a chumash or write a gemara or the dinginenim or to at least uh, hire someone for so schreiben for them that should write the chumash for you or write a mishnayis for you. Or at least to edit or to look over, read a chumash in order to find the mistakes and fix them. We don't find that either. In order to fulfill the mitzvah of writing a chumash or at least fixing a chumash and therefore making it complete. And although it's true that now that it's already the, everything is done by printing, is So of course the minik today of most people is to buy printed svarim. Is a So even if you were to take to accept that when the tour the rosh and the shulchanaruch write that you should write svarim. It includes also the method of writing, which is called today printing. Because printing is the new writing. Still, you cannot consider that somebody goes and buys a finished product, a sefer. You can't say that that is equivalent to hiring a cipher to write it for you. And especially that since in many cases is the the printing, the actual printing of the you know running the presses and so on are not done by Jewish people. And if you you can't appoint a non-Jew to fulfill a mitzvah on your behalf. And nobody asks who was the printer of this Sefer before he buys it, to know whether he's fulfilling the mitzvah of Lichtev Svarim. If it's a guy that wrote it, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah of to write for yourself a Sefer. And even more so, this is the most important, the Ramah, Paskant, the Ramah gives as a final ruling. If a person buys a finished Sefer Torah and he did not uh, fix anything, he didn't look it over to find a mistake and fix something, uh, it's as if he was like, you know, trying to get away with the, the least possible way of fulfilling the mitzvah, like grabbing a mitzvah off the, in the market. Somebody's got a mitzvah available, he takes it and moves on. He didn't think about it, he didn't prepare for it, he didn't put any effort into it. It's just a quick mitzvah. You do not fulfill the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah 
by buying a finished Sefer Torah and not doing any work on fixing it. So the Ramah says that buying a finished Sefer Torah doesn't full, you not, don't fulfill the mitzvah that way. He disagrees, the Ramah disagrees with the opinion of Rashi and Nuki Yosef. As Eich Demelt is a Mekayim de Mitzvah Chach Nishman Amuvchar, Rashi and Rabbi Yosef say that even if you buy a finished Sefer Torah and you don't do anything to fix it, you still fulfill the Mitzvah, even though not in its most, uh, the best way possible. You haven't fulfilled every nuance of the Mitzvah, but you still fulfill the Mitzvah. But the Ramah says you're not, you don't, you're not Yosef the Mitzvah. And vi is min Yosef Mitzvah Ksivus Chamashim. So then today. How can you fulfill the mitzvah of writing Chumashim, which is what the Rosh says today's mitzvah is? But how could you do it? How could you do it? Fulfill it by buying a printed safer without you doing anything in order to fix it. So if, how do you fulfill the Ramaz Psak Din by just buying a safer off the shelf? Gimel. The Pashtus Nemmenon, a simple reading of the matter you would have to accept. Uh, in them Bashteit, as in them Bashteit, the chilik between Dasa Ramam and Dasa Rosh, that this is in fact the difference between the opinion of the Rambam and the opinion of the Rosh, which is also the final Allah and Shuchanoruch. That is what where their difference is. How the Rambam remember said that you have to write a new Sefer Torah. The Rosh said that it's, it doesn't apply to say the Torahs anymore, it applies to, to Svarim. So what's the difference? as the mitzvah is according to the Rambam who says that the mitzvah pertains to writing Seva Torah, the Ribir is das mechayev, as in them zolzayin de maisu polos adam, that's why it requires that the, that the person should be involved in it. The ksivah from the Seva Torah the writing of the Sefer and since and therefore because the writing it takes writing and if you don't know how to do the writing then somebody else can write it for you you can hire somebody else to do it and that if somebody fixes even just one letter it's as if he wrote the whole thing that's according to the Ramam who holds that it's all about a Sefer and a Sefer needs writing and that you cannot fulfill the mitzvah by buying an already written Sevetayr. On the other hand, according to the Rosh, which is the ruling in the Shuhanarach, is, what does he say? He says the mitzvah of the Sevet, of writing, of the, the purpose of this mitzvah, what, how do you define the mitzvah? It's about learning in the Torah. It's about using it in order to learn. The Ramam says that it's a mitzvah to write a Sefer Torah. Therefore, it all surrounds, it all, it, it all revolves around writing a Sefer Torah. The Rosh says that the mitzvah of the writing of the Sefer Torah is for the purpose of being able to learn in it. So the learning is the real purpose of it. When the Faraz Negeya and therefore to him what's important is that you should own the Sefer so that you can learn from it I have to learn it in order to be able to learn from them <coughs> but it's not so much about writing the Torah 
not even about fixing something there because it is because it isn't about the writing it's about the having the owning so if you buy it you have it so that could be an explanation of it and that's the machlaikis between the Rambam and the Rosh is it about writing a sevetera or is it about owning svarim in order to be able to learn them but from the way the Rosh puts it it seems that that is not the difference between the Rambam and the Rosh because the Rosh Zokt what does the Rosh say? he says this is all in the early generations what does he say it in reference to? this is in a uh, in, he's quoting the Rambam on this matter and then he says but that was in the early days is moving, so therefore it's understood from these words of the Rosh, as the Rosh is nisht oisin semechadrezayin anaya geder and mitzvah ksivet sevetere. That the Rosh is not trying to redefine the entire mitzvah of writing sevetere anders with the Rambam differently than the Rambam defined it. That the Rambam defined it as writing a sevetere, the Rosh wants to define it as owning svarim nor blois, the only difference that he's trying to make between him and the Rambam is the only difference he makes is that was then and this is now then the only way that you could own the Seva was to write the Seva Torah but now that uh, that people don't learn from the Seva Torah so therefore it's not about writing the Seva Torah but rather Svarim so the difference is not about how they see the mitzvah but the difference is what period are we talking about? Are we talking about? Then he gave us Mezol Shreib. As Ha'idne is the mitzvah lichtev chumshet teira mishnah gemara. Now the the perp, now the mitzvah translates to writing not sefer teiras but writing chumashim and mishnayos and gemaras and so on and the commentaries lahagas b'am shuvonov so that he has svarim to learn from. In other words, the Rosh is not trying to redefine the whole mitzvah. He's just applying it to how that mitzvah can be the same mitzvah that the Rambam writes, which is to write a Seder He says now it means to write Svarim, because that's where we learn from. So that's the only difference that he seems to be making. We also have to understand the Hasbari in the day. So therefore, before we start this paragraph, so therefore it's back to the same question. Why don't we find even according to the Rosh, that we should be writing Chumashim uh, and Mishnayis and Gemara because there's a mitzvah to write. Nowhere does the Rosh say that the mitzvah is not defined as writing, but the mitzvah is defined as learning. And if you have it, you can learn it. And therefore you don't need to write it. Another thing we have to understand, the Asbara in the Tzvei Deis this explanation of these two opinions whether you fulfill the mitzvah of writing just by buying one this is according to the Rashi in the Mitzvah that even if you just buy a finished you fulfill the mitzvah but if you write it yourself then it's an enhanced mitzvah you wrote it yourself. But the basics of the mitzvah is that you should acquire a Seva Or, on the other hand, there is the opinion, which is the Ramah, 
that you're not yoitze by writing by buying a sevetayra only by writing it. And that would also seem to be the opinion of the Rambam because he makes it all about writing the sevetayra. The sefer yadas oib lokchay kach as the Ramos said. He the Ramos spells it out that if you bought it and you didn't even fix anything, then you're not yoitze. So we have to understand the difference there too, why there's an agreement about that matter, whether you have to write it yourself, or you can just buy it as a finished product. Dalit. Bechteitz of Ashtein does, in order to understand this, We first have to explain the opinion of the, the, of the Rosh, which is the final ruling in the Shulchan Aruch. How is it that they are going to redefine as a How do they say that they used the mitzvah used to be this way? Now it's changed and it's performed differently. And they define it in such a way that in today's time the mitzvah is no longer the way the Torah states it, which is the Torah stated you should write this shira, which means that you should write the Sefer Torah they come along and they redefine the mitzvah no, it's no longer about writing a Sefer Torah now it's about writing Chumashim how could they redefine a mitzvah in the Torah I don't want to give examples of what that could be compared to, but it's understood that redefining a mitzvah in the Torah seems to be very problematic and Chachas the Rosh Alain is mevayer. Even though the Rosh himself explains about this, he says that the reason that the Torah gives this mitzvah of writing Torah is for the purpose of learning in it. as the pasuk actually states, as and teach it to the Jewish people, make you know make them fluent in it. So that's how he gives the explanation. It seems that he's saying that the purpose of the mitzvah is in order to learn. But all that he can say, it would seem, is that the Torah is explaining why he wants you to write a Seder Torah. But that isn't the mitzvah. It doesn't define what the mitzvah is. It defines the reason for the mitzvah. But the mitzvah remains of a ma'isa ha-mitzvah gufa. But how do you actually carry out the mitzvah? What is the act of this mitzvah? The Torah states it clearly. Write this Shira, which means to say the Torah. So how could the Rosh come along and say that now it's changed to your right to write Chumashim? Hey, the Ashleimer Abir So perhaps we can explain it this way. From them was gleich nordem kisulachem is the pasuk mamshich. Since right after the mitzvah, which it defines as writing a sevetayr, the pasuk immediately continues at the tachlas mitzvah is v'lam does ben yisrael sim b'fiyim that the purpose of writing it is in order that the yidden should be able to learn from it and become fluent in it. And this is oich moving from the ganz nemshcha parsha, and it seems also from the whole. The way the whole parsha is written as in yonah from ksiva sevetayr is b'chdeis zolzayin. And that the purpose of writing the Sefer so that the Yidin will be fluent, that the Torah Zolzayin vi Zobazizayin Verin, sorry, the Torah should become to them aid as a testimony. Oich in dem Zman vem as Brisi. 
so that it will be like a witness that even if a time should come when the Yidin will become rebellious against Hashem and they will disrupt the covenant meaning they will be, stop uh, behaving according to Torah so they should always have to say the Torah the Torah will always be there to remind them it always tells you no, this is what's right the fun learned to raise the rush so from this the fact that the Torah links it the, the writing of the Seva Torah with the Yidin always remembering the Torah and becoming fluent and therefore it will be there to remind them so from this the Rosh, the Rosh knows as the Inyan from Kisvulachan that the meaning of write for yourself is Nishda Etzem Geder mitzvah. the writing is not what defines the mitzvah nor Bloiz Achiev Prati in the mitzvah it's only a detail in the mitzvah the mitzvah is about having something to remind you having something to, to, to learn from and so on that's what defines the mitzvah says the Rosh the writing is only a detail of how to have that Sevetayim we can find perhaps a, a, a similarity to this by another mitzvah the Torah is talked by mitzvah mezuzah how does the Torah define the mezuzah, the mitzvah mezuzah you shall write it on the doorposts of your, of your homes and, and, and doorways even though nobody says that the mitzvah of mezuzah is that everybody should write their own mezuzah is that the mitzvah of mezuzah? no, no mezuzah. the mitzvah of it is to affix a mezuzah on your doorpost that's what everybody does but the Torah says you shall write it because the only way you can have a mezuzah is to write it so somebody has to write it but the mitzvah is defined by putting it on your door so also of course you have to write a Sefer Torah so that you will have a Sefer Torah but the mitzvah is to have the Sefer Torah to have the learning the source of learning that's how the Rosh defines the mitzvah so to elaborate on this a little bit the gather a mitzvah is what defines the mitzvah by first explaining there is a mitzvah that everyone should learn Torah so not just ordinarily learn Torah that the study of Torah supersedes everything else that's how important it is and in their mitzvah, and in this mitzvah of learning Torah, is the ikir visen kol The main reason of learning Torah is so that you know all the halachas of what you're meant to do. And thus is chiv and that is the obligation. That's what the Torah is looking for. That's the, the obligation that the Torah places on every yid to learn Torah in order to know what to do. And biz and it's not just that you should learn it and sort of know be able to stumble through it but that it should be clear in your mind you know exactly somebody asks you a question you know the answer immediately without, without having to hem and haw and, and, and so on so that you can answer give a response immediately so since you already have a mitzvah to learn Torah which comes back, all the way back in the beginning of Devarim so from that mitzvah itself and we know how the mitzvah is meant to be uh, practiced 
which means you should learn so much until you know clearly and you can give a response quickly so then you already have lambda to learn it and that it should be you should be fluent in it that is already included in an earlier mitzvah and so on so kum uh, So now comes along parshavayelach a special mitzvah, mitzvah sesim and a teira. Now comes a new mitzvah. As menzoltana ma'isik siva that you should actually write the seder teira. It's about kumen a seder teira either to write it or that you should do the act of acquiring a seder teira shemiksav. In other words, that you're not learning something by heart. You have something written learning in their Torah and to learn from this Torah not just to re- recite things uh, by rote, from, uh, by heart but that you're learning from a written copy of the Seva Torah and perhaps you could say the reason why the Torah now requires you to have a written version of it is the limit because it's easier to learn when you're looking when you're reading from a Sefer or a Torah and you can have a deeper understanding of it, as we know that Isis Machimas, looking at the letters, they shed wisdom. They also add to the wisdom that you acquire. Zichefenatos, and that you're you're assured that you will not make a mistake because it's right there in black and white in front of you. You don't have to recite it from memory. And we know the rule, that, because also it comes along with the rule that if you learn from inside, from the written word, you don't forget so quickly. You can review it any time you want. You open up the Sefer, there it is. And all of this will keep you, will make sure that you don't get to the situation where you are disrupting the covenant with Hashem, that you're abandoning the covenant with Hashem those things all help that you should keep to the Torah so at the time so the mitzvah is that you should have a written version of the Torah not that you are studying and perhaps you did a very good job of it that you study it and you know it and you know it fluently but it was all because somebody taught it to you by heart. So the Torah comes along now and says, there's a new thing. I require that everybody should have a written version of the Torah so that you can refer to it and see it inside. The, the, the words, they give their wisdom. You, can, they, you won't make mistakes because they're written and so on. So that's going to make sure that you don't stray from the Torah. That's what the Torah is looking for here. And at the time when this mitzvah was given, meaning in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, is the the this idea of having a written sefer was only possible in only by learning out of an actual sefer The Torah Shavik since we're talking about the written Torah, it's only through the written Torah that you could learn from inside. Because there is what's called in the parlance of the Gemara, there is a lion which is crouched and making sure that you do it in a certain way. In other words, it's not the mitzvah itself which is at fault for you only being able to do it from a Torah. There is a side issue 
which is forcing a certain situation. That's the lion. The lion is the side issue which is forcing you into a certain situation. And the situation is Eifengavre. The person doesn't find another way to be able to meet the requirement of the Torah, which is that you should have it from writ- you should be able to learn from the written word. So there is something which stands in the way of being able to learn from the written word only in a very specific way, which is the oral Torah was not yet permitted. Then at that time you were not permitted to write the oral Torah, Mishnah Gemara or anything else other than the direct word of, words of the written Torah. So all the interpretations were not permitted to be written. <clears throat> as the Gemara says that the uh, the things which were oral, meaning the uh, the things which were not in the actual written Torah, were not permitted to be written down. So therefore, since you can't study from inside, only the actual words of the written Torah. So therefore, the only way that you can study from inside, which is what the Torah is trying to get you to do is that you have to write a Sefer Torah. That's the only option you have. At that time, there was no option to write a Mishnah or Gemara or the teachings of your teacher who interpreted the Torah for you. So in other words, the, what it's trying to get at is that the, the fact that it was that the mitzvah, the mitzvah is that you should, write, you should learn from inside, from the written word. The, the written word does not necessarily, would not necessarily mean that it has to be dafka sevetayra. Anything that is the written word would be, would fulfill that mitzvah. But there is a side thing, not that defines the mitzvah itself, there is a, something which prevents you as the person from writing any other sefer other than the sevetayra. So therefore, the only way to fulfill this mitzvah that the Torah wants, that you should learn from the written word, is that you have to do it, you have to write a Sefer Torah, because that's the only thing you could write, and then you'll have a Torah to learn from. It's because of this side issue, the lion, which is crouched there. There is an, uh, a side issue which happens here. Not that this issue isn't somehow um, it comes from the mitzvah itself, which is that we need to be able to know the Torah fluently because we learn it from inside. It's not about that. There's a side issue which is forcing this situation. But it comes from the fact that there is a halacha and it comes from how do you, how do you acquire, how do you get a sefer Torah? Where do you get a Sefer Torah from? So there becomes, there's a whole thing which comes along with this writing a Sefer Torah. First you have to score the parchment. It has to be Lushma, it has to be done for the sake of a Sefer Torah. It has to be in the, uh, the font called Ksavashuri, which is what we write our Sefer Torahs in. And it has to be written Those are all details of what come along with writing a Sefer Torah. That has nothing to do with the mitzvah of Sima Befiyem, what the Torah is trying to get at over here, which is, you should have a written Sefer so that you can learn from it. 
now that the only Sefer that can be written is the Sefer Torah, oh, this brings a whole new slew of details of how to fulfill this mitzvah. But it's not the, that's not what defines the mitzvah. These are side matters which come along with how to write a Sefer Torah. The Farben Gale Pale, and that's why, practically speaking, Muzda Kisvulachan That's why the Kisvu, the mitzvah, which the intent of the mitzvah is. I want you to have a written version of what you're learning so that you'll remember it better. So that Kisvu can now only be carried out through all of these details which you need. First you have to acquire parchment, then you have to score it. Then you have to write in Kshavashuri, and you have to write in Loshan Kaidish, and so on. All the details will come, come along with writing a Sefer Torah. But these details are not what defines the mitzvah that is being given in Parshvayelach of Sima Befiyam. Have a written version so that you can learn from inside, so that you'll become fluent. So now, that was then. But now is a different time. How is it different? When the Chachamim saw that it was a time when Yidin were forgetting the Torah Shabbat Peh, they couldn't remember it anymore. So in order that they should be able to remember the Torah Shabbat Peh, that the Chachamim decided that it's a time to, even though it goes against what the Torah says, that you shouldn't write down those things which are about Peh, they decided that they're going to for the sake of not allowing the Torah to be forgotten, they will allow that it should be written down, as is well known. So now they started also writing the, the oral Torah, Mishnah, Gemara, and so on. When the limit they laid them in And so now the learning that the Torah is trying to make sure that you should learn it from the written word. So that you'll remember it, which is the what defines the mitzvah. Is nishvan a sevetayra? It's no longer from a sevetayra, because that's not where you find the elaboration of the mitzvahs and so on. Nor from the fashinin of chumshetayra or mishnah gemara pirusheim. Now we get it from chumash. We learn from a chumash. Then we also learn mishnah and gemara and the, the further commentaries. Is the mitzvah from Kisu the Maisef Abun Medisvarim? So now, how do, what's the act of fulfilling the mitzvah, of having something in writing so that you could learn it properly and remember it? That is now applied to those Svarim which we can now write, which are now permitted to write. It's no longer a, a, a Sefer Torah, it's now Chamashim and the Mishnayis and and so on. And so on, and these and the Taraita Gemara or so on, you don't need all these details which are needed for Kedusha Shevetaira. The Pratidina Vazain and Dayan Shevetaira, you don't need any more those details which are connected to how to write a Shevetaira properly. Is Behesam Lozeh, by Kima Mitzvah Dorzeh, Darvzainu Maspika Maise, Velchemacht Zeifasvarim. So therefore, it's for, to, in order to write these svarim, which are the Gemaras and the Mishnas and the Chumashim and so on, all you need for them is what makes them into a proper Sefer. 
which would allow you to fulfill the mitzvah that the Torah is saying, learn it from the written words so that you'll remember it. All you need now is how do you write a sefer, a regular sefer, not a sefer Torah. And the whole difference is because now we're allowed to write also the Torah Shabbat. This could be somewhat compared to what the Gemara says. That there are certain situations, there's a machlek, is about about one, the one opinion is that you can apply certain things if there are two psukim where you learn from one to the other, like through a Shava or some other method of applying the halachas of one from one din to another din so you have your proper comparison that's found in the Torah, let's say Xavier Shava but the the rules that you learned from that original din when you translate it into the new din that you're applying it to you don't have to apply it exactly as they are there you apply it to the context of the new din so that you take the rule that you took from the original din and you apply it within the context of the new din and therefore the result will be different the rule will be the same but the result will be different so the same is here the rule of the mitzvah is learn from the written word how does it apply in the new situation that we live in now in which the Chachamim now said that you're allowed to write Tereshubah Peh you use that rule. The, it should be from the written word. The written word for Gemara and Mishnayis doesn't require that you should have that, uh, write, write it in a certain way. So you can apply the rule of having it, uh, preparing something in writing, so that you can learn from writing, and apply it to the situation that applies to Gemara and Mishnayis, which is, it doesn't need all of these details, which I say the Torah does need perhaps also something which some, somewhat similar to this situation can be learned from the following the of Simcha Beyomte there is a the, the Torah says you should be happy rejoice on Yomtev how was that practiced the way that this was done was, was by bringing a carbon shlamim for the sake of eating the meat and therefore having Simcha through that is Lakamadeus, so according to many opinions, this requirement that we should rejoice on the Yantif. How do we rejoice on Yantif today that we can bring a carbon? So you eat meat because that's how you acquire Simcha by eating ordinary meat, not a carbon. Because Simcha is acquired through, uh, is reached through eating meat. That brings joy. As is moving the pastors, and it's self-understood as the simcha bebasah bezmanazeh that when you talk about eating meat in today's day and age, hotnish digedarim v'zaynadon shalom simcha is not in any way similar. It doesn't have the same parameters as would be required when you want to bring a karm shlamim in order to have the meat to eat. V'zaynadacholim betara. The karm shlamim has to be eaten. Karbanos have to be eaten when a person is in a state of ritual purity. He's tar. You can't be tummy. When be Yerushalayim, if you eat the carbon shlamim, you have to eat it only within the confines of Yerushalayim. And so on. There are many other halachas which apply to karbonus. 
Those halachas that it has to be eaten when you're tar and within your shalayim and other details, they are not there to define the mitzvah of simcha. They're there to define the mitzvah of a carbon. They're connected to the fact that you're brought, that the meat that you're eating is a carbon. But they don't in any way define the idea of simcha which is reached through eating that carbon. What is the purpose of having eaten this carbon? It's in order to, be, to reach joy on Yantav. Reaching joy on Yantav is accomplished through eating the meat. The fact that the meat that you're eating is a carbon is unrelated to the fact that the meat that you're eating brings you joy. So the, 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 the uh, limitations of eating this meat only in Yerushalayim and only in the state of Tara, that has to do only with the fact that it's a carbon, not with the fact that the meat brings joy. So in other words, eating meat today in order to fulfill the mitzvah of reaching joy is not connected to eating it only in Yerushalayim or only in a state of Tara, which was the situation in the time of the Beis Amigdash. But now, since joy can, is reached through the eating of meat, and you're not eating a karma, so those are no longer parameters which apply to the mitzvah of eating meat on Yontif. Even though back in the time of the Beis Amigdash, it was the way that they had to eat this meat on Yontif, only in a state of Tara and Yerushalayim and so on. And the same in our case, or as the Shasp says it, that this is not, the reason is not, it's not from the same source. The, what you're talking about is not from the source, the original source that it comes from. Meaning to say, all these details that are connected to the writing of the Sevetayra, they're connected to how do you write a Sevetayra. And it has nothing to do with the mitzvah of writing, uh, writing uh, and having it written in order that you should be able to read from a written word so that you'll remember it, it'll be fluent. The details of how to write a Sevetayra have nothing to do with the result that the Torah is looking for. Having something written, that is not, the issue is not the details of how to write a Sevetayra. That has to do with writing Sevetayra. Just like these, the eating of the carbon in the time of the Beis was to do with eating a carbon, not with eating meat. Remela is moving, so therefore we can now understand as Oich Ledas Arash that even according to the Rosh, is the Geder HaMitzvah Azun Nish Givoran Kenshinui. He hasn't changed the mitzvah. We, the, question, the question that we started with was, how could the Rosh change the mitzvah? It used to be writing a Sefer Now he says you can print, uh, write a, a Chumash or a Gemara. How could he change the mitzvah? He didn't change the mitzvah. The mitzvah is having svo, uh, something to learn Minak That's how he defines the mitzvah. In those days... The only sefer you could write was a sefer Torah, so it was no other way that you could fulfill this mitzvah other than writing a sefer Torah. But the mitzvah is not about writing a sefer Torah; it's about having a written source for your learning. 
now that we have another way of reaching this having written sources for our learning we can write Gemaras and the Chumashim and so on without having to go through the complicated process of writing a Zevetator so that is the same mitzvah nothing's changed only the only change was now you can write other things besides a Zevetator but the, the following question still remains as we said before we still don't find anybody that goes ahead and writes a Chumash or a Gemara and so on nor does Tudder Matvis in the end it's just the printer that does it or some other method and even if you were to go to the printer and you order a Sefer and you would say to the printer I'd hereby request from you that you should print for me this uh, book of Chumash or Gemara or whatever is the Chumash by It still would be better if you uh, if you did it yourself, uh, but although is dos faremfa, this detail of the question can still be can still be dismissed or answered. according to what he said before at the beginning, which is that if he could do it better, it's better that he should do it. <coughs> as we said it about a sevetayra, that if the cipher can do a better job than you, then it's better that he should do it. So the printer can also do a better job than you, so it's better that he should do it. And, <coughs> and um, more questions as we'll explain uh, later in Sif test but the point is that the question still remains we don't find anybody that goes ahead and, and goes through the process of writing their own, their own svarim or printing their own svarim Zion well Pisa so based on this Based on what? That in regards to when you compare two things, two situations, there are two things which, when you learn one from the other, you have, it has to remain in its original, it has to fully remain as it was in the place where you took it from. It has to be the same. But then there are other details of this mitzvah which can be uh, expressed in the context that they are now as we said before that the, uh, the, the rule is you have to have minaksav. the details you fit it into the context of which the ksav which is now required which is Gemaras and, and, uh, and Mishnayas which don't need all the details of writing a Seder so based on this the fact that there are certain details of the mitzvah which must remain in their original way but other details can be applied and fit into the context to which they are being applied we can also explain a number of different issues in halacha and as an example he gives a few different examples in different areas we know that the the uh, the davening, the tefillas of Shachris, Mincha, and even Mayrev were in in place of the carbon tomit that was brought during the Beis Hamikdash, and that then the Anshiknes Agdola established davening Shachris and Mincha in uh, to replace in uh, in play in place of the carbon tomit from Dezvegn. 
is a filul chatchil and shtok and shtadlus still, even though they're meant to sort of uh, replicate the carbon tomit, we don't find that there is not, we don't even make an effort as a zolzain in the tzibur We don't find that a carbon tomit had to be brought by a kayin. We don't find that when you're davening in a minion, they should make sure that there's a kayin present because it's in order, it's, re, it's replacing or replicating the carbon tomit. Where is the kayin? The kayin is the one that has to do it. We don't find such a thing. Vatam, and the reason is the matzina carbon below kayin. Because there is a situation in which you can have a carbon without a kayin. Because ain kayin babama. When they brought karbanas, there were times when they were permitted to bring karbanas not in the Beis Amigdash or the Mishkan itself. Sorry, not in the Mishkan itself. Once the Beis Amigdash was built, you couldn't bring any other place. But in the time of the Mish- Mishkan, you could bring a, a carbon even on a bama on your own backyard altar, a mizbeach in your backyard, and you bring a carbon. And you don't have to do it with a kayin. Anybody can do the, the carbon doesn't have to be with a kayin. So there is a possibility of a carbon should be done without a kayin. So we apply that rule to the davening that it could be done without a kayin too. Masha'en came benigei lazman, but when, so that's an example of where we don't apply, we, we apply it to its own context. It comes from carbon tomid, but in the context that we're doing now davening, we don't necessarily need a kayin present. But when it comes to the time when the davening has to take place, we do have to do it at the same time when the carbon tomit was done, so the shachras has to be done in the morning, and mincha has to be done in the afternoon, and it can't be done at night, let's say. Because in any carbon that is related to a specific time, once the time passes, for when that carbon is meant to be brought, the, car- the, the carbon can no longer be brought. The, that is over. That carbon is over, cannot bring it anymore, the time has passed. So we apply that, in other words, we take the comparison of car- uh, davening to carbon tamid, and we apply the time in its present, in the way it was originally. There's no leeway for that. It has to be brought in the time when the carbon tomid was brought. In other words, some details fit into the context in which they're now being done, and some details remain in their original context. The time cannot be changed. Another example, in Seydalil Pesach, in the, uh, what we do the night of Pesach, the minig b'medinus elu is, the minig in our countries, as the Shulchan Aruch says, that we don't eat roast meat on the night of Pesach because we're afraid that people see people eating at the Seder roast meat, they'll think, oh they brought a carbon Pesach, they're eating the carbon Pesach so we want to stay away from that kind of an impression even so on the other hand we take a Zroya, which me in those days was a shank bone, you know, uh, of of a lamb, and they roast it. And we do it. We mimic the way the carbon pesach was done. We roast a piece of lamb, a shank bone of a lamb, in order to remind us of the carbon pesach. pesach is pesach. So on the one hand, we say that you're not allowed to eat roast meat. 
On the other hand, we have a piece of roast meat sitting there. So why? And the reason is because Achila Pesach, the carbon Pesach, eating of the carbon Pesach, that is a very central idea to the carbon Pesach. Is Iker Begeder HaPesach. The Gemara says that the main reason why the Torah gave, gave us the mitzvah of bringing the carbon Pesach is so that we should eat it at the Seder with the Matzah and so on. So the eating of the carbon Pesach, that is what defines the carbon Pesach. It was only designed for the purpose of eating it. So therefore, I think what he's trying to say is that eating it is the issue that you're not allowed to do, but having it is not so much of a problem. So therefore, in another, on the one hand, you have it, but eating it is not. I think that's what he, how he defines it. A third example, the Klalas, there is a rule the Gemara often says that we see that there are two there are two opinions which seem to be differing opinions, but the Gemara says really they agree. They're really agreeing in the same thing, to the same idea. They're, they're both saying the same thing. Is moving so when when we say something like that, it's understood as It's obvious that there are things which in which they disagree. And that there is a difference in what they're saying. Because if there wasn't any difference about what they're saying, is my kamashim and binyanim shoinim? Because if they were not, not disagreeing about anything, if what they were saying exactly the same thing, without any disagreement on any point, so then what is he, what is he telling us that he said it in this way, he said this? That's how the Gemara usually expresses it. Rav Nachman said this, Rav said this, and therefore Rav said this. So it sounds like they're saying something different. If they had no disagreement about any point of this discussion, so Volgiven Replaini Replaini Amru, the Gemara would have said it. Rav and Rav Nachman both say so and so. But the Gemara does, as the Gemara often says about two different Amiraim, that they both say the same thing. But here the Gemara is saying, Rabbi said one thing, Rabbi Nachman said another thing, and they don't disagree, they really agree. What that means is, to the central theme of it, they, dis- they both agree, but there are other things in which they disagree, so we see there are certain things, even though you're saying that they don't disagree, but that means about one aspect of it, but about the other nuances, they may disagree, they do disagree, otherwise why did you mention it as two separate things that they're saying? And there are other examples of this thing that you could have something that is, is expressed differently but it comes from the same source but in its new context it's expressed differently. So based on this we could say we could exp- uh, apply this to our situation now. As does with the Ramah Paskin that this what the Ramah says as Lokhikach that he bought it as a finished Seder and he did not fix anything it's like grabbing a mitzvah off the marketplace and you're not really that way when could be the mitzvah of writing a Seder when you hire a Seder to write for you a Seder a Seder 
or alternatively, if you buy it, and there was mistakes in it, and so on, imperfections, and you fixed it. And in this, as we said before, the Ramah disagrees with Rashi and the Muka Yosef, who say, that even if he just bought it from the marketplace, you fulfill the mitzvah that way too. So when is the Ramah saying what he says? Is does Gizogav or Norbak Siva Sevatayra? That is only written in regards to the mitzvah of writing a Sevatayra. Of a Megeya the Chumshe But when we apply this, if this mitzvah it can be practiced by acquiring a Chumash or Mishnah Gemara or Pirusheyam and the Mishnah Gemara and so on, was Haidna Bashtait in Zay the mitzvah Kiswalachem which in our day, now that we're able to learn Minaksav also from Tereshubalpeh, this it defines now the mitzvah of Kisvulachem, as the Rosh explains. You could be Yaitse by just buying them and learning from them. Because the writing the, the writing, the way the Ramah wants it, that is pertains to a Sevetayr specifically, but not to Svarim. Bahabir and to explain. Lakula Alma is the mitzvah from Kisvulacham Ageda from Kabbalah Satayr. Everybody agrees that the, the mitzvah, the, kan, the meaning of the mitzvah of right for yourself, is a way of acquiring Tayr, the way to receive Tayr. The idea of Kabbalah Satayra is in order to receive the Torah so that you can have it and you can learn. That's what it is. Kabbalah Satayra is to be able to receive the Torah and to learn it. The Shaila is, the question only is, The question is only, what's the degree of connection between the one doing it, the act of, ha- of what you're doing, and the result of what you're looking for. How closely do they have to be connected? Vibal, so to explain, Vibal, as B'dayr HaSirashaynim, is the mitzvah v'atik yisulachem given, fabunim since in the early generations, writing a sevetayr, which means to receive the tayr so you can learn it, was connected specifically to a sevetayr, sheikhaisim sevetayr v'alem, then they wrote sevetayr, and they learned from it. And for this reason, the writing has to be in a very defined way as pertains to a Sevetayra. It has to be written for the sake of a Sevetayra on parchment, which is properly tanned, and it has to be scored. And it's also true for all the other details which define a sevet, how to write a Sevetayra. It has to be, uh, the whole thing has to be written, it can't be only sections, it has to be a whole Sevetayra. Is the Hefza from Sevetayra Machayev Machriev Kama Vakama Tnoim? So it's about the fact that the Sevetayra, which was the only way to fulfill that mitzvah in those days, defines a way, has a specific way in which it has to be done. A Sevetayra has to be written in this, only in this way. And these details which you must go through in order to write a Sevetayra, which is the only way to fulfill this mitzvah at that time, become a, a part of that mitzvah. This is how you do it. So that's one way of looking at it. 
oder der Peil und die alle Tnoim seine Nor Mitzvah Kedushas Evetera or do we say that the facts of how it was done back then was really a detail only of how to write a Sevetera but it's unrelated to the mitzvah which we're talking about which is having a, a, a written sefer so that you could learn and, and uh, become proficient in, this, in the Torah so in other words the question is the fact that in the time when, the, when this mitzvah was written the only way to, which means in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu the only way that you could fulfill the mitzvah was by having all the details of writing a Sefer Torah, it had to be only done in the, only in this way. Do those details become a part of the mitzvah? In other words, they're completely linked with each other. Or do we say no? There is a mitzvah of learning from Aksav. In those days, the only way to do it was through a Sefer Torah. But those details pertain to a Sefer Torah. But now that we can already write other things as well which don't have those details so therefore the mitzvah does not in any way include the details of how a sevetayra is written in other words how closely are the details of writing a sevetayra connected to this mitzvah which the real meaning of the mitzvah is learn from the written word that's the explanation of these two opinions in regards to the mitzvah of writing a sevetayra or writing when you fulfill it with through writing a sevetayra we're talking about when you do do it through writing a sevetayra so the Rambam and the Rambam hold as we bow the mitzvahs verbunden mit dem Ketushus von Ksiva sevetayra since this mitzvah, the only way that it can be fulfilled, at least the way the, the way the Torah describes it in those days, was that it had to be written on a sefer Torah. So you can only fulfill the mitzvah by by meeting the standards of writing a sefer Torah. And the holiness of a sefer Torah demands all those details that we mentioned before, scoring and lishma and so on. So then, because of that, all of these details that it takes to write a Sefer in order to fulfill this mitzvah of having a written word to learn from, don't, we don't see it as separate from the mitzvah of having a written word. Since the mitzvah includes all these details in the way that it was uh, given in a, in the Torah so those details become a part of the mitzvah of it's not unrelated to that mitzvah and only pertains to the writing of the Seder Torah they say that this ties it into this mitzvah as well it becomes part and parcel of how to fulfill the mitzvah of Kisulachem and therefore, when it is Mekayim, the mitzvah Hamutelis Olaf, when he fulfills this mitzvah which is incumbent on him, and he does it through the writing of a sevetayra, how do you actually carry out the mitzvah? By writing a sevetayra. 
or by fixing a which had a mistake because it's through his act either by writing or by fixing that he fulfills this mitzvah of writing however but if you bought it already written you didn't make any fixing is an issue, then you haven't fulfilled the mitzvah of writing a Sevetair. In other words, they say that we import all of the details of how that mitzvah had to be carried out in the time when it was given into the mitzvah itself. They become part and parcel of the mitzvah. If you're going to do it by writing a Sevetair, but if you're going to fulfill the mitzvah of Kisulachem through a Sevetair, then you have to do everything that it takes to write a Sevetera, that becomes part of this mitzvah as well. Which the Gemara, that he quoted before, calls dun mino mino, which means you learned it from there, you have to apply it the way it was there. So therefore, the mitzvah of writing Sevetera, that even though when we do it now, also become, but you're doing it through a Sevetera, has to be done the way it's, the way it was, which means it contains all the details of writing Sevetayra. If you don't do it the way a Sevetayra is written, you haven't fulfilled that mitzvah. That's according to the Ramah and the Rambam. But according to Rashi and the Mokiyosev is the Kedushas of Sevetayra from the mitzvah from Kisulachem. The holiness of a Sevetayra is not a part of the mitzvah of, of Kisulachem. How to get a holy sevetayra, which means through lishma and through through on parchment and with scoring and so on. Those are details in how to write a sevetayra. And therefore, they say, if that has already been accomplished that the Sefer that you're acquiring already has the Kedusha of a Sefer because it was written earlier with all those details done. Then when you, when you get your Sefer in order to be able to learn from it, if you just bought it off the street, so then you have it, you fulfill the mitzvah. The Fize is moving and therefore it's understood. As does for Sa'id the Mitzvah Lichtev Chumshei Hatayro Mishnah Gemara Pirushei. That now that we fulfill this Mitzvah by, by writing Chumashim and Mishnah and so on, Maintas Nishafilo Echel Das Ramah. Therefore, even according to the Ramah, this wouldn't mean Adas Muzayim Ba'efim Fukksivasei Adar Bishlichusei. So if you're doing it by if, if it's unrelated to a Sefer this is all if you're fulfilling the mitzvah when you're writing a Sefer but today that we don't even do it by writing a Sefer today that we do it by acquiring Chumashim or we do it by having or writing Chumashim and uh, Mishnayis so even the Ramah would agree that it doesn't have to be done that you write it, or even you appoint somebody to write it, other sefer, that you fix the sefer, you know, a printed sefer. Because 
a, a printed sefer or a sefer mishnaya. So the Gemara doesn't in any way require that you have to be involved in its writing. A sefer Torah has such conditions, but a Gemara doesn't have those kinds of conditions. So therefore, it doesn't require that you be involved or you check or you appoint someone to print it, which was the original question that he asked. In fact, you could, there's nothing wrong with having a monkey run the machine, which uh, the mimeograph machine or the printing machine, if a monkey knew how to do it. Which, in other words, if the machine does it all on its own, it's completely automated. It doesn't need a person's das in order to confer kedusha on the sefer. Habiz is ksuva, as long as there's a written, the bottom, the, the product is a printed version of the Gemara, which you can refer to and you look and learn inside. Is does Vishlemusa, and that is the perfect way of performing the mitzvah, lambda besima befiem. All that's required is that you have a safer to look into in order to be able to remember it properly. The only issue, the discussion would be only in regards to a Sefer Torah and the two, ver- the two opinions, the Machlegis in the Ramah and the Rambam and Rashi and the Mnuki Yosef, of whether it has to be done to the fullest degree of how a Sefer Torah is written, or as long as a Sefer Torah is already written properly, you can just acquire it. But for Svarim, none of that is needed. The Lashon Arozra Shulchan Aruch and the wording of the Rosh and the Shulchan why do they use the word Kaisvim if, if it doesn't really need the word, the whole concept of Kaisvim, of writing? And because it's, we're talking about Chomashim, the only reason they use that word is because it all comes from the mitzvah in the Torah, which is to write a Sefer So they use the same language, but in regards to a Chomash or a Gemara, there is no need for it to, uh, to be a proactive uh, part of the Yid himself to write, to be participating in the writing. The writing was the way it was performed on a Sefer but you now apply it to the context of the Svarim that you are going to be using, which is printed Svarim, and over there there is no need for Kaisim anymore. <coughs> Yud. This, based on this, we now have an additional explanation. It gives us an, a better understanding of how we can fulfill now the mitzvah of writing uh, the Sefer Torah as it's in the original Torah. How can you do it today? And to, to use again an example. Kishem vi in the mitzvah from limited Torahs da da chayint nishda seda amazol amazol uplearn and kola Torah alachas kola just like in the in the way that we study Torah today, it's not done the way it used to be done then. Which first you have to learn all the halachas in the Torah because that's the first thing you need to know how to behave. And then we go to the next step. Once you know the facts. Now you can go into discussion and more discussion and lengthy discussion and deeper discussion and so on. But you have to start with the basics, which is know everything. Know all the facts and then you can go and extrapolate from there. But we don't do that today anymore. What we do today, of course, is we learn a little bit of, uh, of a subject and then we are mafalful and then we go on to the next subject and discuss that. 
so also the same can be applied also to the mitzvah of writing the Sefer Idna in our day and age. As does meant nicht as is mechuyev to schreib malena the kaifen un alles varim. So today also it doesn't mean necessarily that you have to write or buy every single Sefer. That you have to go ahead and have the full library, the whole gamut of all of Torah's teachings, you have to own it in order to be able to refer to it. And that only if you own the entire library, then are you fulfilling the mitzvah of Kitzulachem. And what that would mean is the, the commentary on the Gemara and on Mishnayis and on Torah is a vast amount of svarim. <coughs> the fact is that we see that the svarim was You see, if you go into most Jewish homes, nobody has that kind of an extensive library that has every single sefer that exists on the Gemara and on Mishnayos and so on. You see that it's not so. Obviously, they're doing it right. So just like the style of learning changed, that we don't, everybody doesn't have all the facts in their mind, and only then do you go on to discuss them. So also the svarim, also you, it doesn't mean necessarily the only way that you can fulfill the mitzvah of kisful achem is by owning every single type of sefer that exists. Yudal of Pisa is moving, and based on this we can explain was the gemara zok kisvu. The Gemara says that if you write a Sefer Torah, so then the Torah the considers it as if you received it from Harsinai. And as we quoted before from the Rambam, the Rambam quotes this as a part of Allah. If you wrote it, it's as if you received it from Sinai. Because those are together for mitzvah which is the the idea of writing the Sefer Torah is for the purpose of having received it that's the point you receive the Torah in order to be able to learn it that happens as a result of your activity which is by your writing and preparing the Sefer Torah or by buying in today's day what this means is buying it on, you know, from your own, <coughs> from your own money and durch the lamda shalachas, and then what this leads is that um, that you should learn from it, which comes as a result of that. The only difference is that the in the early generations, the early days, they fulfilled this specifically through writing sevetayda. That if you write it by your own hand is by end Then what we call Kabbalah is done in the perfect way. You wrote it, you received it fully, and that's the most perfect way of what we call receiving the Torah. As the Gemara says, it says if you received it actually from Har Sinai, not that you received it by acquiring something. It's as if you wrote it, it's as if you received it from Har Sinai. The most perfect way of receiving the Torah. That it's similar to the original Kabbalah Satayra. 
from Sinai. Hazoi as doshad kibrachtem limedush miros hamitzvah b'shleimos, so that it brings to studying the Torah and fulfilling the mitzvahs in its most perfect way. But so that's how it is if you wrote a sefer Torah. But the similar thing can also be accomplished in every time in our day and age and in everywhere, everywhere and wherever you are. When a yid and learns when a yid buys and learns from them. So what he's saying is that the Rambam brings out the point that what what we're trying to accomplish here by writing the sefer Torah in the way that it was written then, at least, uh, also that you, you have the most perfect Kabbalah Seteirah possible. That's the idea of writing the Seteirah. The best way of that Kabbalah Seteirah is by writing it by your own hand. Then it's as if you received it in Maharasina. Then it'll have the best impact on what the, the desired result is, which is that you should learn it and therefore live according to the Seteirah. That's accomplished best if you do it Kabbalah Mahar Sinai in the most perfect way in today's day and age that could also be accomplished through buying Svarim that's what uh, today's that's how we do it so from this we now understand is how, in, how important it is the Ishtadlus to make sure to make an effort that every year should have own Svarim in his own home even more not just own a few Svarim but I have have a house full of svarim. Our alkaponim musen zich musen zich by em gefinden die yisait svarim. But at least, at the very least, every yid has to have the most basic svarim: sedurim, chamoshim, tanach, mishnayis, piskedinim, sivim, shulchanoruch, and so on. When the zolzayim devalamda, and that you should take a learn, study from them, and in zei sima befiim in a way that you come. Proficient uh, in the what the Svarim are teaching. Since we're on the subject, we can talk about something which is related to it. We can also add the following. The mitzvah from Sivas was learned up from The mitzvah of writing a Sevetayr, which we learn from this Pasuk is canal as kola kula it refers to the entire sefer not that you should write only as yashir but it means it includes the entire sefer Torah. so one could perhaps we can say since there is nothing that is not somehow hinted to from the Torah itself is in their sevetayr, is in their sevetayr in that in this sevetayr, meaning in the written tayr, merumas v'kol oich kolat tereshubal pekula, has in the sevetayr shubiksav there is also everything that's in tereshubal pe can somehow be found in tereshubiksav. Thus, nitan l'moshem esinai, which was given to moshem esinai, mishnah, what was given to moshem esinai, the the Sevet, obviously the Teresh Viksav, but also Mishnah, Talmud, Vagoda, Biskol, Masha, Talmud, Vasik, Asad, Lechadish, Vachulu, and including everything that any Talmud in the future will um, <coughs> find a novel interpretation of Teda that was also given to Meshur Rabbeinu. When Azoy is a Sayyid in the midst of Fuxiva Sevet Teda, Metzadim Gavra, 
and the same is true. So this is true about the what comprises Torah, that everything that in the future will be any any future novice student will come up with a novel idea. It's also in the Torah, and the same is true also. <coughs> The, uh, in the mitzvah of writing the Sevetator, which is the mitzvah on the person, so as far as the person is concerned, the one that writes the Sevetator, it's as if he received the Torah from Ar Sinai. When Chachad Bapashtus came in Lenin, and even though one could interpret this to mean as the Maila Olav, that when it says it, the Torah considers it as if, Main Taschar, it means he will be rewarded as if he received it from Sinai. The Schar as Menutztes al Tsaraya, as Arat Kishal Atzmi, Mailus Makabal Tayrim is Sinai. He is rewarded in the fact that having written the Sevetayra, they, they considered it as if he is so dedicated to Tayrim as if he himself received it from Tayrim. The Nimuki Yosef, Zokt as the Nimuki Yosef explains this, Sheyesh lemidus rachmim loimar that when the defender, when a person stands in judgment, so the the compassion, meaning the defender of this yid, will be able to say, Kamoish Torah Torah Zed, just like he took this great trouble to write a sefer himself, Kain Haya Torah Lechas Vamidbar Kedel Lekabel Torah Marasinai. In the same way, he would have taken the same trouble to go to in Har Sinai to go through the desert to receive the Torah. In other words, we see how dedicated it is from the fact that he took the trouble to write it. On is nishtas charam asubafunder but it's not a a result from his writing the sevetayra. It's just what we see that it. It just it, it's an indication of his dedication, but it doesn't spring from his having written the Sefer Torah. The Rambam of Avelcher brings Dosar up Lolochen as a Sefer Ayad, but the Rambam who does bring it as a Halacha was bashtimt for was bashtet for Halachas Halachas. His Sefer is a com, uh, compilation of Halachas. Avfratas er hotas arangishtalte mitten. Especially that he placed it into the first halacha on the matter. For the mitzvah where it talks about the actual way to carry out the mitzvah is this nor and when he quotes it, he changes from the way the Gemara says it in Zokt. If he wrote it by his own hand, then it's as if he received it from Har Sinai. Which is not what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, "Myla olav akosav." It says it considered the pasuk considered it as if he received it. But the Rambam changes it and he says, "If he wrote it in his own hand, then it's as if he received it from Sinai." Is mashma der inyan is ascharu mesuba from the mitzvah sivat sevetayra. So it sounds more like not that it's an unrelated thing. It just expresses his dedication to Torah. The way the Rambam says it, it sounds like it comes from the fact that he wrote the Sefer Torah. It's a result of that. So what does this mean? <clears throat> Similar to what we say, that if somebody teaches somebody else's son Torah, it's as if he gave birth to him. It's as if it's his own son. 
it's not his son, but from teaching someone Torah, it becomes as if it's your own son. So also, when somebody writes to say the Torah, it's as if it's his own, as if he received it from Har Sinai. That's the result of having written your uh, your own Seder Torah. Not that the Malach says, look at look at his dedication. Of course, he would be happy to go to Har Sinai. Like any, you know, he would have been happy to go to Har Sinai. It's very different from the, what the Ramam says. Very soon we should see with our own eyes the coming of Mashiach. Mam literally un vetschreiben the Mishnah title the Shema Melech bas yeh imay tamid and that he will write a, the second sevetera as a king you know the king needs to write a second sevetera not like every year that needs only one because the, uh, the king needs it to be with him all the time shenemar as the pasuk says vayis imay v'karav v'kolim echayav that the king should have it along with him together with him and he should read from it all of his life. So that soon we should see Mashiach, who needs a second Seder And the kingdom, again, the kingdom of Hashem will be revealed. Hashem will be the king of the whole world. On that day, Hashem will be one, and his name will be one.